Welcome to the Shaman Jessica podcast, where I share all about my work as a shaman. These episodes are purely based on my personal experience and opinions, and never a substitute for any medical advice. Let's begin our journey. Greetings, girl, and welcome to... Hey, everyone. As promised, I'm going to tell you about probably, no, surely the most profound spiritual experience that I've ever had which happened last Friday night. And I'm a little nervous. <laughs> hey. And thank you guys for your support. I mean, when something new happens on a spiritual level, it's it can be it can shake you up a little bit. For me, things never really feel unsafe, luckily, but um, you know, I've been working sort of with consciousness uh, to a point where I'm usually like pretty comfortable with it at this point. And then when something completely new happens, it really opens up like a whole new uh, level of reality. I don't know if you've experienced this yourself. I'm, I know that some of you that are here uh, listening have. And thank you guys so much for turning on your uh notifications for this life i feel super supported and warm so i'm gonna basically just share with you what i experienced and i'm gonna take my time i'm gonna give you as much detail as possible the experience itself wasn't that long but there are some elements to it that help me understand it better and i want to share those with you as well and you know, I thought maybe I shouldn't talk about this, kind of keep this for myself. But then I thought I've been sharing everything with you guys and also everything leading up to this point. And I really love that you share your own like spiritual experiences with me all the time. So I want to do the same. And I think that we can learn a lot from each other. And also it's something that is super helpful for me to get your feedback on. Maybe you've experienced similar things. So first of all, I just want to say that this is completely different from shamanic journeying. Okay. So it doesn't mean that anything like this is going to happen uh, during our sessions or if you're an apprentice or something like that. This is something that I really asked for myself and volunteered for a long time that finally started happening. Um, so just so you know that this is something that is really separate from my work, not from who I am, but what I what I offer basically as a shaman to you. And so as you guys know that have been like following me for a while, I found out a few months ago that there are quite some people that are experiencing what seem to be journeys in their sleep. So I read this book called Traveling in the Spirit by Praying Medic, which is a really, really fascinating book, which talks about all of the, these different experiences that people have had and shared with him about basically traveling in the spirit, whether you call it shamanic journeying or some are full out of body experiences, which I don't do in sessions or which are more like astral travel, or they are like full-on bilocation experiences. So there are a lot of levels to us going 
for different places in our consciousness. So in journeying, it's super controlled and you know that you're still in your body, you're able to control everything. And you know, on the other end of the spectrum, there's like fully leaving your body, astral traveling, bilocating, everything like that. So um, I read this book and I thought, you know what, a lot of these people are doing things similar to journeying. And if I would start doing this, I'm like <laughs> a practical, efficient person. So I thought, you know what, I can basically do double the work. I can journey during the day and then during my sleep, I can see if I can journey as well. So what's a little bit different about these experiences is that they are very much guided by spirit. So whereas in shamanic journeys, I am very much guided by my own spirit guides. Um, there are also a lot of people that experience, uh, you know, traveling in consciousness that are very much led by God. So whether you are more comfortable calling this infinite consciousness or love or source or the divine, I'm going to refer to God because that is what feels closest to, to my own experience of this particular experience. And I started, after reading this book, setting the intention, which I've shared with you a lot of times, before I would go to sleep um, and pray to be um, led by God during my sleep in journeys to basically do work. Because as you all probably know, and which is very much a, pres a precedent of shamanism, is that there is an energetic spiritual battle or warfare, some people like to call it, going on um, behind the scenes, behind the veil. And that is something that, you know, the these past couple months, weeks, days, ha is coming to a culmination on Earth, especially around everything happening with the election. There is a big, big spiritual uh, battle going on behind that. And it's very interesting that actually this experience would happen last Friday night. So um, that would have been like Friday afternoon for those of you in the US and in Europe. Well, since I started setting the intention to basically be led by God during my sleep to do whatever is needed, things started to happen. And I had a couple very short experiences where I was put in a place to basically help children. And I will start to describe what it feels like. I'm dreaming. It just feels like a dream. But then suddenly I am taken out of the dream by spirit, by God, and I'm put in a different location. And I'm completely in my body as I am now. It even feels realer to me than this reality. And yet I know that my body is asleep. And the first time it happened, I was even in a different country. I was walking behind all of these uh, Asian looking children getting off of a bus. And one of these children was lagging behind and was still in the road. And I basically um, swept in to, to make sure that the child was safe. Then a different experience that I had, also very short, was also around a baby, bringing a baby to safety. And there was another spirit basically showing me how to hold the baby and like support its head. And although these were very short experiences, they were very real. And at the same time, I knew that I was 
I was completely, you know, sane thinking the way that I am now and shocked knowing that I was in a completely different place. So third experience that I had, and this is over the past four months, probably. This was, I think, two months ago, I had an experience where I was dreaming. And at some point I knew that I was dreaming and I felt spirits coming up to me. And at first I wanted them to go away. I wasn't exactly sure what they were going to do. And then basically a ball of energy shot into my heart chakra, like here between my ribs, like my chest. And it felt just like supercharged energy. energy. And after that, I just fell asleep completely like, like euphoric and the, the best feeling, like the deepest feeling of like happiness, unconditional love. Uh, that's how I fell asleep. So I didn't know exactly what to make of this experience beforehand because I felt a little bit threatened by these spirits approaching me. But then after feeling this, you know, euphoric sensation and this blast of energy and having like the best sleep I ever had after that, I just decided not to like pay too much attention to it, see if anything like would come out of that. Um, I noticed that my sessions have been getting more powerful, but um, yeah, I just took it for what it was and didn't think too much about it afterwards. Um, I thought, I, I mean, I thought about it a lot, but I didn't like attribute a specific value to it. Okay. I've been talking for 10 minutes and I'm going to get to my experience <laughs> on Friday. So I remember very clearly again, setting the intention, like, please God, during my sleep, I volunteer for you to put me in whatever situation uh, is needed and have me do whatever, like fits your plan and uh, mission right now on earth. Because it is very true that Source, the Divine, needs volunteers also here on Earth, okay? And the reason that this makes sense is because spirits that are in a different dimension than us, they can come to this dimension, but they cannot um, be in full physicality for a long period of time. They come in and out in, you know, specific ways, which is why there are so many forms of you know, visitations or people seeing spirits or even UFOs and things like that. There are, there is consciousness, like people like you and me needed everywhere to help um, in this mission and basically fight for the light and what's good. So I very explicitly, again, prayed for that to happen before I went to sleep. And I've been doing this almost every night for the past months. And most nights I will just have like regular random dreams, um, but I've kept at it. So I was dreaming. Um, I just had a dream that I was with one of my friends here in Sydney. We were in this field of flowers and then I was taken to another place. And at that point, I instantly knew, okay, it's happening. What I've been asking for is happening right now. I am fully in my body. I am taken to a different place, a different dimension, yet I know that my body is asleep and I'm being put to work. So being in this completely different reality, like actual reality and, you know, feeling everything and thinking completely sane um, was a shock for me, even with all the journeying that I do, because with journeying, I still feel that I'm like laying down in my bed 
and I am controlling everything that happens. Um, but right now, I was just basically placed there, and I heard a conversation that was kind of fading out. Two spirit guides, and one of them female, talking about something to the extent of, you know, we did everything to protect her, especially around the heart chakra. And I was still, you know, getting used to this new reality. And I heard that conversation and it faded away. And I thought my association was like, oh, it's my spirit guides talking about a recent like female client that we have. So I was walking in a neighborhood very much like the, the place that I live here in Sydney. And I looked into a street diagonally on the right and I saw a spirit, a dark spirit, and he looked like black, um, kind of like hooded, couldn't see his face. But the moment I saw him, I got really scared because I knew, okay, I need to act. I need to do something. I've been just put here in this place. I don't know where I am. And this spirit, I knew that he could see me and that he knew that I could see him. And he kept walking toward me at the same pace. So the first thing I did, which I'm sure did not make the divine very proud, was I turned around and tried to look for my front door and go inside. And then I heard a voice, which is why I refer to God in this experience, saying, turn around um, and go back. And at that point, I looked and he was gone. So... What happened next was the most intense thing I've ever experienced. I heard this voice, like, God, this is what I feel like people describe the voice of God as. It feels like a kind of like a father figure that has your back unconditionally and is very sort of stern and strict at the same time. And he asked me if I was ready. And I knew that even though I was scared, because can you imagine like being completely conscious and this happening to you? Of course, I was scared, but I knew that I had to rise to the occasion. So I said, yes, OK, I'm ready. And at that point, my body started to lift up like at least 10 meters, I don't know, feet in the air. So I had had, you know, astral projection experiences in the past where I was just flying. And now I feel like those happened just so that I could become a little bit familiar with this sensation before I was being put into this situation. So I start, I, I shot up into the air and this voice asked me if I was really ready and I said that I was. And at that point, I started being propelled through the air down the street so a different street this time and I saw a dark figure which I think was a different figure from the one that I saw before um, walking towards me and so many thoughts went through my head in that millisecond I thought okay first of all this is what I've been asking for all of these months it's finally happening now I also Really, I was kind of elated because I felt everything that I know and that I've been doing so far in my work as a shaman and that I know about, you know, spiritual warfare going on. I am now being put right into the center of it. 
So it also kind of felt like the ultimate validation for me because this was not a situation that I was controlling, but that God was controlling. So, um, at this, and at this point, I was basically felt my body fly through the sky, through the air at like the speed of light, right down to this figure. And I saw him see me and completely startled. And at the point where I reached him, he just went around the corner to the right. And so at this point, I'm like right above the ground. So I was, and this is very similar to the things that happen in journey, like people being shot out and things and energies being shot out of someone's energy field, for example. It really felt exactly as, you know, that looks in my journeys. Um, and at the point where I reached him, it's like time slowed down. And there was this moment where this entity looked at me and I looked at him and the strangest thing happened, even stranger. Um, a ball of energy shot out of my throat, out of my mouth, onto this entity. And, you know, feeling this completely foreign sensation in my body, I was completely shocked. At first I thought there was kind of like a ball of phlegm or something. I don't know, I have no reference for this feeling, shoot out, but it wasn't something tangible. It was just a very compact like ball of energy is the only way that I can describe it. Shot, I felt it come up through my esophagus, through my throat, and then shoot out my mouth onto this entity. And at that point, it was done. I didn't see him anymore. He kind of like evaporated. And I felt this huge sigh of relief because I couldn't see any entities anymore. And then I started to kind of float down to the end of the street. And I was like, okay, is there more that I need to do? And at that point, everything started to kind of fade. And um, I was brought back into my body, in my bed. So I was immediately awake because I was awake during this whole experience. And for three minutes, and I remember looking at the clock and it being like 2.49 a.m. And I couldn't say anything. I was sh so shocked. I was shaking. I was sweaty. I just couldn't speak. And after three minutes, I woke up my boyfriend and I never wake him up because he works like 100 hours a week. And... Um, but I just needed to tell him. So I woke him up. He woke up immediately, which is very unlike him too. And I told him everything that happened. And I was just crying, like bawling my eyes out for minutes. And um, then when I had told him everything, which took like a half hour, um, I called my mom <laughs> and told her everything. And she reacted like, because I knew that she would understand me, but she was very scared. She was very much like, like what if this happens again? Uh, you know, what if it's not safe? And I do wonder about this because the difference with kind of astral travel, these types of bilocation experiences versus journeying, the reason that I don't do those are because they can impact you. You are not the one in control. 
and some people uh, do not come back in their body. Some people uh, have other entities basically taking possession of their body while they're gone. There are a lot of risks involved, which is why still after this incredible experience, I would not recommend you trying to astral travel by yourself. If you want to experience similar things like this, please get yourself ready and, you know, really volunteer for the divine to take you um, on such an experience like this and just wait until it happens to you. But don't try and force this kind of like outer body experience by yourself. Um, that would be my suggestion. So I kind of had to then call my mom down and say like, you know what? I have been volunteering to do this for months. I've been asking for this because I know that, you know, this battle going on is real and I just want to volunteer. And at that moment when I was basically flying down that street and I know how crazy that sounds, I was also, I just had this instant knowing that the reason that I was put in this position, in this place to do this, is because I don't get scared very easily, although I did a little bit uh, in, this, in this experience. And also, I just knew that every event in my life had basically been like preparing me and leading me up to be able to do this work. So I just told my mom, like, I have been, I've been asking for this and this is what I want to do. I just need to somehow be better at it and, and which is hard because everything felt like it was happening to me I wasn't choosing to do any of it and even when I was being shot at this entity and him being scared by me I was kind of scared at the same time but I was not in control so the past couple of nights before going to sleep I really wanted to get over the fear. I wanted it to happen again and not be scared. I wanted to really make Source proud and just really told myself it, if it happens again, I'm just going to rejoice in the, in the gratitude of being put in this type of situation and um, know that I'm completely safe and completely supported. Otherwise, I just wouldn't be put there. But since then, I've just been having normal dreams again. But it is very, I mean, after experiencing this, my life is completely different. And I know now every night that I go asleep that this, something like this might potentially happen. So um, now after I wrote down my experience a couple days ago, because I didn't want to forget it, and I thought maybe I'll come to some new insights. I did come to a new insight, and that was that that experience that I mentioned prior with the energy shooting into my heart chakra, I now think that it makes more sense that when I was hearing that conversation, like coming into this situation where they were saying like, no, we did, we did everything, like the super calm voice, like we did everything to protect her and, you know, balance her. And I saw kind of like this heart chakra light pop up while this was being said. So now I feel like this was maybe done to me a couple of months ago to make me protected uh, before going into these types of experiences, you know, assuming that they will start to happen more often. So I have never 
experienced anything like this. And I can only really say that you really have to experience this for yourself to understand the intensity of it. Like basically like the sensation of flying and standing face to face with these types of entities. Um, you know, that energy coming out of my throat. Can you imagine like being like blinking right now and being outside and that happening it's a completely it really shook me and um but at the same time i'm really grateful for it because now i know what's possible and i know that if you really commit to wanting to serve um that not saying that there are not a lot of other ways that you can serve that these things uh, can and do happen and for me it took me months of setting the intention every night before little things started to happen in those prior situations for example like with children who felt very safe and they were very short but this was really um, kind of like a threatening situation and I still have a lot of questions like who were those entities what were they there to do um, was it successful was were they was i in my neighborhood or was it in a similar neighborhood um i when this happens to you it's so intense that you do not really i didn't really take any time to kind of um look for a street sign or whatever and now i wish that i had but it doesn't feel as relevant to me. And, oh, you have chills? Yeah, I still get chills talking about it. It was, it was so intense. And it was, I can, I can like say it a thousand times because like, believe it or not, even with all of the things that I share here about my work, I still feel like people are gonna think that I'm insane. Um, but what can I tell you? These things are real. And I think that um, it's a beautiful way to serve. It's a beautiful, I think for me, opportunity to deepen my relationship with the divine. Because when you're scared, I have no uh, indication or no like guarantee that I am, you know, stronger than these entities that I was facing. Although. Like now, common sense, based on my work, I always say like these entities are completely laughable. They're so easy to get rid of in journeys. They're just parasites. They're just, you know, fallen beings who've compromised their own relationship to the divine, to source. But when you're face to face to them and I can see that they can see me, which is different from my journeys, because then I always have all of these guides in front of me as like a buffer that deal with them. I, I, I basically have no guarantees. And although I felt like the, the presence and the energy of the divine completely behind me and backing me and talking to me, I'm still there like flying through the air by myself and getting super close to them. And yeah, so I really wonder like, where was it? Have other people seen me? Um, yeah. I, I'm very curious, but I do, I'm, I am going to commit to doing this work because I guess what I was trying to say is 
when you do get scared in being put in such a situation, it's for me an opportunity to really deepen my faith and completely rely on the power of the divine and the power of source to an extent that I can be put in that type of situation and just not be scared. So I hope that next time something like this happens, I can come out of it, hopefully with a little bit more understanding, but also a little bit uh, more of a feeling of accomplishment and knowing that whatever I was put there to do was successful, although I feel like it was, especially at that point with that energy coming out of me, which also could have been that energy that was put in my chest or in my heart chakra a couple months ago, kind of like a weapon. Um, yeah. Someone said, asked me, by any chance, was there any snow? No, no snow. Mm. Yeah, so this is my mind-blowing experience. Let me know what you think. Please let me know if you've experienced something similar. Also, let me know if you feel like this is something that is really intriguing to you and uh, you basically want to volunteer for the army of God, <laughs> put on the armor of God and like get to work. I can recommend you uh, that book by Praying Medic, Traveling in the Spirit and and really uh, keep setting the intention. If it is something that you want to do, it is scary, but I feel like it's uh, the most sort of satisfying way, at least for me, to, to be of service, especially because uh, I'm not like in control, you know? You're put where, wherever um, someone is needed to basically represent uh, the divine and do something. And I think it is really good also to acknowledge that even though we are aware of, you know, some higher good presence. We, and I've said this a couple of times before, I think people who are good can be a little bit too relaxed into that, into just being good. And I don't know if complacent is the right word, but just know that people who are... Um, thank you, guys. Um... That's super supportive. Thanks so much. Just know that people are representing the darker energies because they get, you know, instant gratification types of power from that. Even though it's always a, a Faustian bargain and it's not a sustainable, like pure, clear type of uh, power and energy that we get from the divine. That is what they are in that bargain for. And they work very hard to kind of Keep being charged with that so what i'm trying to say is that people who are representing the dark side are working over hours to bring that energy here on earth so just because you are good and you stand for what's good that's not enough you know we need to come into action and i think if we would do like one percent of what the dark side does we would be in a way better uh, place, you know, with humanity and the earth. And let's not leave everything up to spirit. I think we need to really become in control of, you know, earth's karma and, you know, our humanities, uh, you know, whatever trajectory we're on. As a species, I think we all can acknowledge that it's not looking great. We could do a lot better. 
So I feel like this is the most profound way that I at least can contribute to uh, to a good outcome. Not saying, uh, I mean, this is probably like the tiniest little contribution, but if more of us uh, stand up and we become stronger, um, I think we can, you know, achieve things that are beyond our wildest dreams and hopes for for humanity and we have a long way to go um so yeah i hope that this is not scary to you but encouraging and i know that a lot of you are interested in astral travel because i get a lot of dms every time that i ask you like what should i do a podcast about post about it always get astral travel so still i would want to say just don't try and leave your body by yourself uh, but wait for you to be taken on a trip or shown something, uh, set the intention to be shown something profound or uh, to connect with one of your spirit guides. And I think being put in a similar situation like this was still for me very scary, even though I do it multiple times a week in shamanic journeys. So also don't underestimate um, that these experiences do change you and do affect you. And they are very real. And also that realm feels realer than this realm. Somehow. More intense. A way sharper intuition. It's like you can do and think many things in a, in a more compact space than this dimension. So it is not something to take lightly. But at the same time, I'm really convinced that the divine would never put you in a situation that you're not ready for which I feel like uh, is the reason that it took quite long for me as well to be put in this situation. Mm. Yeah. Thank you so much, you guys, for your reactions. Please like leave a reaction in the comments. It feels so fresh and very vulnerable and kind of like intimate to me to share, uh, which I haven't had yet on here, but you share so much with me. And I thought about this. Okay, what if I like, do you think these things like, what if I talk about it? And then it doesn't happen again because of that. But then I thought, I think it's really great that I have, you know, my account where I'm able to talk with you and exchange experiences. And also the experiences that I've had before with this energy shooting into my heart and with the children, I've also already shared on here anyway. So, uh, yeah, please. Um yeah share your experiences and thoughts in the comments and thanks for listening you're so welcome guys and um yeah i will definitely keep you updated if it happens again we'll talk soon Bye.